Sean Anderson joined by Joe DeLeon and Jacob Fire. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Get Never to the Point. I have to come in hot every time I come in. And how are we doing, fellas? Sean, we've already been over this. Why don't we just let him open if he's going to do that to you every single time? <laughs> I, I don't care. It doesn't bother me personally. Uh, I, I guess it bothers you, or it would bother you when you opened because it took some of your shine. But I'm not selfish, so I don't no, care that's... if Fire wants to go in and get his. That's not the way that I'm looking at it. I'm saying that if it's not that I'm fire comes in, I'm not trying to get mine. No, I understand that. I don't think fire is either. I'm saying I like the energy fire gives, and instead we get from you, Sean. Hello, every uh, we're back with get to the point. Thank you for tuning in, and then it's just a complete redirect of energy. Then how about you bring it up in the open? How about you bring it up in the show prep? Okay. Do you want me to do a little test run? How about about, a little test run? Instead of just instead of a, a minute in. You want to make that suggestion? Yeah, I can do a little test instead run. of I can do a little test instead run. of saying it beforehand. You want to just keep on playing the hindsight right. game? Is that what you don't want to play? Yeah, I like playing let's the hindsight game. Let's, let's give it a try here. Fuck. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to Get to the Point. I'm here with my co-host Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson on Wednesday's edition of Get to the Point. Fellas, how are we doing today? See, I like that better. Yes. Thank you, Fire. I'm doing great. A little bit annoyed that Fire the time can was open changed. from here on out. Okay. That's fine with me. All right. But next week, when Step you up. two jabronis forget, I'm not taking any heat. Got it? All right. All right. We're gonna, forget what? We're, we'll, we'll let forget Colin what? Sutrick hold us accountable because apparently How he's our How involved has he been? How involved has Colin Sutrick been? Way too involved. He comments on everything I tweet. Everything. He's got our notifications on. Like, I tweet yeah. something out. I'm just waiting for a, a, a gift to be sent back from Colin. Yeah. <laughs> Fire I like every tweet, every tweet. <laughs> the gifts, the gifts he sends back actually makes me laugh. So it's fine. I mean, oh, uh, super fan number one, Masseroni out. Uh, I think I think Sutrick has, has really climbed up. I don't even know if my I can call issue, him a super my, fan. He's a different breed. <laughs> my only issue, my only issue with Sutro because he's a big Delaware Blue Hens guy. So uh, that's a little bit of a he's a Patriots a fan. You guys grow from the same tree. I, yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point, but still, I'm I'm seeing top twenty four blue hens offer. This is random kids in high school because he's just retweeting it and throwing gifts at the <laughs> the tweet. Oh, it is just funny. Hey, fire! You know what I asked Joe to do last week? What's that? You know when um you had the uh, confusion uh, about the dip bracket that we're about to get into? I sure did. I sure remember. You know, I even sent Joe the timestamp for it um, because it's probably yeah, one of the funniest, yep. most genuine yeah. moments on the show. And I just want to harbor that and be able to push it out to the good people on Twitter who may not want to tune into the entirety of the show. Hey, Fire, uh, do you think he, he sent that one out? Sean, did you know that when you asked me to do that, I was driving to Rhode Island with no internet and trying to unpack my apartment? Things are say, contextual. I did, not see, I did not see a clip like that that was released to the I public. Things are either. contextual. You asked me it literally. The I wanted to do. I wanted to cut it, but it could have been the worst possible timing. I didn't have any internet. I had my Wi-Fi. And was Sean, yes, Jake, you need to be more involved in the Madden League. Your your participation has been slacking yeah, considerably. Yeah, like four games. Has it been against any users? No. Okay, then who cares? Well, you need to get your wins. Am I am I losing? Said, am I? Do I have a bad record? Yes. You don't even it's know? Probably, Check. It's probably like 500. You, you need to make the playoffs. That's all I ask of you. Make the playoffs. Yeah, we need some competition in the I can NFC make the East. playoffs. That's fine. I just, I didn't know. I, I, as long as I'm not, like, inconveniencing any of the other users in the uh, in the league, that's fine. We got, But we got Chris Hitu, who's winning, like, two games and hasn't beaten the computer yet. And you can't yeah, play your games. Tough. Yeah, it's, it's, he somehow terrible. beat a user. He somehow beat a who user did he player. Who did Chris Hitu beat? Ahoy Hollow. Yeah, you don't know one him. He's one of, yeah, one of Nas's boys. But oh he gosh. has Sam Ellinger, a quarterback who's like a 60-something, to be fair. Um, 
but still, though, I mean, you should be able to. Beat I don't care. You can trade for anybody in this league. That's true. That's very true. Quarterbacks are hard to get, though. That's not. That's not hundred. True, but fair. there's got to be a back. I know for a fact that the Chargers have Herbert and Tua, so he can make something happen. That's, that's true. I don't think he knows that. I should probably tell him. Herbert and Tua. Never mind. I'm not tracking the league. I don't. I don't track it that much. I guess I need to. Um, sorry, I was too busy setting up the show last night. My apologies. Because one of us show. cares about it. Mind. One of us cares. Oh, I care. Joe, jo- jo, did you hear that? That is a good <laughs> I one. I will set up the show. That is a good one. I gotta, I gotta te- all right, I'm coming back from New Mexico. Great trip, by the way. And I got a text, you know, show. What, what time did you say the show was at today? 6.30? 5.30? 6. Originally? It was at 6. Bad time for me because I got to go to the get my, my workout on with my pops. And so then I texted the group chat. At a reasonable time today, 11, 12, oh God, hey, guys, my bad. I'm going to be away for a little bit. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make the the set time we have. Can we possibly reschedule to earlier? No. Reasonable. No, 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 no. Reasonable. Enough time. Right, Joe, you can go ahead. You can say your piece. Uh, let me just pull up some time stamps here. Okay. I had no problem rescheduling, by the way. So, yeah. It's just when people um, start giving me the indication that we might not be able to record it all today, that's when I get a little upset. And we don't need to yeah. pull out the receipts, and we're recording, no, 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 no. and it's I just, all good. I just, want, I just want, to, I want to put this out here, and then we're going to move on, and we're going to do the bracket, so then we can move on and not be mad at each other, because we came in here mad at each other, um, and I think it was mad. kind of hampering things. I, you were a little mad. So cranky. I texted on, on Monday, I said, I'm locking it now, Wednesday at 6 for the show. So that gives you two days to respond. I'm completely flexible for adjusting and moving around. Um... Then I said, I was talking in the chat yesterday about topics and what we're going to cover in the show. So that's pretty enough time to respond and also provide some stuff in on, um, on, t- on Tuesday to, to figure out what we're doing for Wednesday. Then on, today at 9.58, I said, everyone good for six. And you responded at 12.06, you know, after I had pretty much figured yeah. out what I was doing for the whole day. And I had things that I couldn't reschedule things at 3.30. So the issue here is fire is that you needed to say something on Tuesday, and we can't stream at 4.30 because no one's going to tune into a stream at 4.30. I had a dream. I had a dream that I did, in fact, respond, but that is, I didn't. That is the stupidest excuse I could have possibly heard, but I don't even know how I'm going to argue with that. Sean, let's just yeah, hey, she was 100% hey, coach, authentic. I, I had a dream that I showed up to practice and had a good <laughs> practice, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing you guys aren't my coach, so. <laughs> okay, can we please get into the bracket now? Yes. Please. I yes, have assembled can. the top eight dips, and these are my top eight, and you guys can complain about it all you want. You can say whatever you want. This is the eight that I have selected. Okay, re- read through them, and then I would like to allow Fire and I to uh, respond yeah, to the one I have, key I have a missing. Major let comment. me yes, the, let the me read through them. I'll read, I'll read through it. Read through okay. them. Go ahead. I'll go through go the matchups here. One seed Buffalo Chicken Dip versus the eight seed Hummus. The second matchup is the four seed Hot Crab Dip versus the five seed the Pretzel Cheese Snack Dip that you get in the little uh, containers. Uh, with the little pretzels, you dip in the pretzel rod, and then you get the, the, the little cheese is the dip itself. I can't uh, believe that The made third that matchup, overblock. number two seed, yeah, that's queso dip, versus the seven seed, tabbouleh. And then tabbouleh made it over guacamole. I don't know what tabbouleh is. The fourth matchup, it's not three seed, salsa, versus six seed, Lay's Cool Ranch dip, which I is delicious with chips. You had multiple opportunities to put guacamole in here, but you have yeah. this uncomfortable vendetta against avocados and guacamole and honestly i'm calling you out for this you're copying a bit from dukes that's what? exactly what this is he he said on the show multiple times he doesn't like guacamole you're oh because he says that he doesn't like guacamole that means i don't like guacamole joe yes i have tried I mean, guacamole on probably five different occasions throughout my life at different age periods i, I have never liked it i've never liked avocado i hate oh the taste God. of avocado i think it is the most disgusting food on the planet i oh will never what eat is an wrong avocado with you? they are disgusting they are mushy the texture is terrible right, and they taste there's bad no, there's I don't no good like food them. in virginia and i don't care no you can come after me you can make your own dip bracket and make guacamole one through eight doesn't matter this is my bracket jokers 
I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just because you have a personal vendetta against guacamole doesn't still mean that it's on. not one of the most universally liked dips in the world. That's just a fact. Okay. It should have been on the list. Well, everyone else can put guac on theirs. This is my bracket. And you know what else should have been on the list? You know what else should have been what? on the list? What? What should have been on the list? The... the the green chile salsa from New Mexico. Only native. The green chilies are only native to New Mexico. They only grow in New Mexico. Me and my dad both put down two 32-ounce cups of it. It was unbelievable. You said salsa? It's salsa, oh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that salsa was on the three. Was was only a three-seed. Nope. Uh, it could be any type is, of salsa this is a fire. Different, this is a di- nope, this is its own category. I've never had any salsa like it. God. It's only green chile salsa. That's oddly specific. Let's, let's start voting before we get... Too pissed off at Sean here. That's fine. Matchup one: buffalo chicken dip versus hummus. Who likes what more? I mean, buff chick dip is a huge weakness of mine. Any party where that's out, I'm standing by it for a good 25 minutes. I think I'm a big hummus fan, but I'm not gonna uh, be the the major contrarian here. I'm a big fan of buffalo chip dip. I haven't had a, a ton of it, but I I will say I agree with Fire on that. If I see it, I am definitely running towards that before I run towards hummus. Okay, cool. So buffalo chicken dip moves on. Second matchup, hot crab dip versus the pretzel cheese snack dip. I've never had hot crab oh, that's dip. A shame. Um like how is it presented? Like what does it look like the dish? It's pretty similar to buffalo chicken. But it's crab and it's hot. Same type of Okay. I mean, it, I'm gonna go with the pretzel dip just because I've never had the crab dip before, so I can't vouch Joseph. for it. I don't, I don't think I've had crab dip either. But oh that pretzel cheese snack dip is disgusting. I am not voting for it. That is plastic. <laughs> that is liquid plastic. That is not a dip. That is not cheese. That is cancer in a little pocket. It's just good. Uh, it's just, I love it's cheese. just good, man. You can't. It's like, <laughs> how can you hate on that? It's just so simple and it's obviously uh, it's not like super real or anything, but it's just good. It's uh, gross. Even, I'm not saying it's not gross. It is gross, but it's good. There's so many good dips that could have been on here. A spinach artichoke. The mm. spinach dip got uh, booted for tabbouleh. Uh, so I'm going to move crab dip on <laughs> uh, to the next round. Next matchup here, queso dip versus tabbouleh. I'm sure this is going to go in favor of tabbouleh. Go ahead, guys. Queso, not even. I don't even know what tabbouleh is. What is it? T- tabbouleh isn't a dip. It's it not is. a dip. It is. It's not a dip. You. I, are, I get it. It's, it's closer. Is it like a fondue? It's closer to salsa than it is a dip. It's it's like salsa, but like a little less. Uh, I need to look it up. Fine, look it up. I don't. Really. I wouldn't consider that. It's just like garlic and tomatoes and anything. Queso dip. I'm not even going to debate this. That's fine. Queso can move on. Last matchup of the Tabula first round. Is a salad. It's really not. Uh, last matchup here: salsa versus Lay's Cool Ranch. Salsa. Joseph? Yeah, salsa. Salsa is the, the cliche, easy to go with dip. That's an easy one. Okay, pretty good, pretty smooth first round. Second round here, buffalo chicken versus hot crab dip. What are we feeling? Oh, neither of you have had buffalo it? Chicken buffalo dip, chicken dip, 100%, yeah, sure. 100%. That's fine, buffalo chicken. It's also like universally delicious. So. Yeah, buffalo chicken dip. I'm not putting much of a flight up. Neither of us have had the crab dip, so. Okay, now here comes a tough one. Queso versus salsa. Oh, that's tough. Mm. That's so tough. I'm gonna pick. Oh I'm gonna God. pick salsa. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm wow. gonna go a little bit off the queso dip. I'm gonna go with salsa. I love queso, but I think there's a lot more things you can do with salsa. Mm. <sighs> Sean, you want to go? No, 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 fire. I want to see where you lean. I want to see if if, I, you're, if I, you have any rationale. I'm so torn. I'm torn. My, I need some type of rationale. I love salsa. And I love queso, and they're both delicious, and they're both nutritious. Um, <laughs> nutritious? Queso, I don't so think queso is <laughs> nutritious. What do you? All right, I, oh, Sean, I can't pick right now. I, okay. I really can't. I can I go. I go. can go. I with salsa for me, it's really love hate because I really don't like uh, tomatoes in general, but salsa is delicious. And if you have, if you make a good homemade salsa, it's fantastic. It's unbeatable. Uh, but if I'm at a restaurant and the option out there with the chips is queso versus salsa, it, it's going to be like, oh, this salsa is good. But then the queso comes out. It's like the star of the show. So uh, I'm thinking I'm going to have to go with the star of the show in queso. 
I think that it just oh, it commands man. it, it commands respect when it enters the table. Whereas salsa, it's just uh, it's it just delicious and it's consistent, but it, it still doesn't command that wow factor that that queso does. Oh my god! I don't think you guys understand how hard of a like this is tough for me. I'm a huge dip guy, huge app guy. Like I lo- I love the finger pickings and the fixings. That's like my thing. I love that stuff. But um, I gotta go with salsa. Just oh, so wow. versatile. Queso's wow. queso's delicious, super delicious. But I gotta I gotta go salsa. I have to. All right. So who do we have in the finals here? Finals is buffalo chicken dip versus salsa. Fire, you go first. I want to hear what you have to say. You know, no one wants to make a play. From no, all as I can remember, I'll cast, my first vote. I'll cast the first vote in favor of Buffalo Chicken Dip. Okay, that's obvious because you picked them as the one seed. Yeah, sure. And I, I will say, from as long as I can remember, Buffalo Chicken Dip has been a childhood favorite of mine, as well as salsa has. But Buffalo Chicken Dip is just like the start. It's the star of show. Start of the show. Like whenever it's out. I'm there. I'm on it. I'm on it. That's it. Buff chick Buff dip. Buff chick dip wins. See, the, yeah, the way that I look at it is I want to go salsa. Salsa is an obvious, consistent thing. That Kind of like what Fire said. It's something that you can always turn to whenever you're unsure of something. Like if, if you haven't – if you go to somewhere and there's a gathering and you've someone prepared a bunch of dips – you can always assume that the salsa is kind of fine. You don't know what's going to happen. It's easier to screw up these other things. But I'm going to go with the, the buffalo chicken dip because I, I've had way better buffalo chicken dip than I have had the best salsa. It's just a complete difference. Uh, one is far less, uh, far more unhealthy and a lot grosser, but I'm going to have to go with the buffalo chicken dip. Oh, it's just so good. All right, yeah. Buffalo chicken wins. Always. Very happy about that. Thank you all for seeing it my way. Uh, but one, one question. Would guacamole have beaten buffalo chicken? That, it would yes. have been a closer tie yes. than salsa. Yes, guacamole is the best dip ever. Can you record? Wait, wait. Been... Uh, you know, I'm going to call Sean out on this. Can you record a video of yourself eating guacamole and post that on the Twitter? Because that's oh. been consistent good content. <laughs> but you have to you have to go get it like tableside guac from a restaurant like takeout. You can't go. My to sister makes it homemade. Get... Yeah. Well, she's clearly not doing a great job if you don't I like go it. Go buy dude. it from from a grocery store or so, just something. Buy guacamole. You need to record a video of you eating it with some chips. That's I really all we don't want, want to. See. That's all we want to see. I Shut really, just really do it. Too bad. To. You're you're a professional and you're gonna. No, do no, 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 no. I'm a professional with standards. That's the thing. I'm not a sellout. You're not a sellout. I, no, 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 no. If I eat hey, guacamole, hey, I'm hey, selling hey, out hey, on my anti-guac values. Hey, Fire has the same sentiments about Slim Jims, and he was willing to at least bite into a Slim Jim. And then spit it out, which was a little bit. Uh, right, I was I hoping know, you were no, going to bring no, that up. I, I let, I let it tickle my taste buds a little bit. I let it tickle my taste buds. But he still, briefly. you still ate it. You still tried to do yeah, it. You did yep. the bit. And I, Sean, you're going to do the bit go. too. Fine. I'll get yep, some guac, right. and I'll try it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That's all. That's all I wanted. It's all we wanted. Yep. Sean. Okay. All right. I'm going to lead us into our next segment because this one is directly related to me. So some context to what we're going to be talking about here. We're going to be reviewing my senior portfolio for journalism. What that basically entails is that I had to culminate and bring together all the stuff that I've done in four years and put it into a website that shows that I know how to be a journalist. And there were weird criteria that I had to meet, like showing I understood contemporary media issues and the importance of journalism, which doesn't really mean much for the sports media field, in my opinion. Um, That website was then graded by the entire journalism department. And who would have thought that I, uh, someone who has, I would argue, the the strongest resume out of anyone in the past three to four years to come out of that journalism department to receive a B. And they probably gave A's to students that, Will we be working in insurance and sales in a few years because they have not done anything besides work on their classwork? So I was a little bit miffed by getting a B on this stuff. Um, I think that they didn't really. Oh, there's a number of professors that don't have any respect for the sports media field. I've interacted with them multiple times. I've fought with them multiple times. I'm being allowed to cover sports, but being forced to cover things like environmental science for God knows whatever reason, like I'm ever going to freaking do that again. So 
I thought that it would be interesting to hear your guys' thoughts on my portfolio if you feel that I met the criteria and if you uh, would give me higher or lower than a B. I think you're right at the B level. I think I think it's good. I just think there's a couple things okay, you, that need to be look, reworded. Okay. The, uh, I would like to you guys to elaborate. So, Sean, you hey, go hey, first. Fire started it off. I have my okay, own set fine. of thoughts. I'll let Fire. Okay. Fire can get Fire. His what are your comments. problems? Are your problems just with the way that I wrote things, or is it actual yes, issues with I, the with the work itself? No, no, the work itself is. I think the work, the work itself is quality. I just think that you need to reword some of the things that you said. Okay, like what? Um, let's see. Let me let me try to find the spot again. I, I lost it. Um, all right, here we go. For one example, you said. Um, I heard from young members of the media field and how discouraged they were by a lack of good, high-paying jobs. And that's fine, but I think the word quality, for example, instead of good, okay, all right, just elevates. I get what you're saying. You're, that, a little bit. It's more. a little nitpicky, don't you think? Well, that, aren't your employers going to be nitpicky? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not wrong. You're not wrong there, fire. Mm. Do you have any like actual yep. qualms besides a couple words that I didn't like? That's enough to give me a B. A couple instances where I didn't use a, a stronger word. Yes, I'm just trying to find the spot because I lost it. So, Sean, if you want to take it away yeah, from hey me, Joe, that's why I wanted me. to go to Sean first. Yeah, hey, Joe. Um, last summer, you interned at NFL Network, which is massive. And in your whole opening essay, I don't see NFL Network mentioned once, which is kind yeah, of that's on like, me. That's like the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. You haven't mentioned SB Nation, where you currently work, either, or doing another thing on another professional network in Believe Podcast Network. The three biggest qualities that you have in okay, to, wait, to value yes. an offer for sports media, aside from your video production, it's not mentioned once in um, in this opening essay. For that, I have to go to your resume and click that, and then I see it. Uh, your resume is fine. Um, I, I'd give your resume higher than a... Your resume on here should uh, grade higher than a B on the portfolio alone. Yes. Because, I mean, that's how it is. I'm happy that you got a B because uh, I, I think that's very funny. Um, but you <laughs> this essay itself, I mean, Joe, come on. You didn't add the three cornerstone things. Uh, dude, when I had my, after my serious internship, serious was mentioned within like the first three sentences of any portfolio that I created. It, there's no okay, reason so, for it not to be. How is it anybody going to get the eye dragged on to, to you, to you as, fair, a, as a journalism major? Now, four yeah. years later, I've signed with an agent to pursue my NFL career, and I'm doing freelance podcast hosting and production. No, you're on with a legitimate company with SB Nation, and uh, you're on with a legitimate company with Believe Podcast Network, and I've also uh, uh, was able to garner an NFL Network uh, internship. Okay, in my defense, the only reason that I, I it slipped my mind, and first of all, this is not what I'm going to be sending out to people. This is something that I had to do to fill a requirement. This is a yeah, pile I know, of I got I got like a C plus on mine. This is a pile. Of this is completely different though from um, the portfolio that we did for the ITR. This is a pile of because they made me put stories that I don't want anyone reading because say pile crap. one more time. Go ahead, say it again. Pile, pile of uh, pile of pile of. So besides the point, though, I had to show that I could be a journalist and not as much if I could be a production assistant, which is what I'm actually aspiring to do. They, they could give two craps about that, which is part of the reason why it's really frustrating me, because all of my experience is production related and not, um, you know, being a beat reporter for the some rinky dink dip tiny I newspaper swear, Joe, in Wyoming. It in. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting a little carried away here. Do you know uh, how my, many times you swore last week? During that Madden argument, way too many. Fire got me all riled up. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't. Did I swear once when you guys were uh, yelling at me about the guac? No. Because you know how ridiculous (laughs) you are. You're not competitive either. I'm gonna. (laughs) All right, fire. Can you can you pull your points before we wrap this up? 
Yes, I Joe, you cried because you couldn't get a ball back for me in the house. You almost started to cry because when you got your new football and I played keep away with you and you didn't want to keep playing and you started throwing hissy fit. Okay, I didn't want to. I didn't want to hear about competitiveness when you were about to go in the corner or try to break down a door because you couldn't get it back over me. Competitive. Give me a break. No, 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 no. You. That's two. That's two more. I'm gonna start charging you for these, Joe. Each one, uh, yep. 25 cents. A Each dollar. time you swear, you 25 me. cents. A dollar. No, no, no. That, that's no. that's going to be too mm -hmm. much. 25 no. cents for each swear. That's the new rule. Fine. All right, go ahead, right, Well, the last, you the last show. to have. Go ahead, in, Fire. Oh, it, it. It's uh, the strongest philosophy I discovered during college is that with my skills to create, I can do so much more than getting a job your... behind a desk. I just think that needs to be... Redone. Just sounds meh. Sounds meh. <laughs> All right, let's. It's for the line. Twenty-five cents. Fire. That segment did not go as well as I thought That's it would. Fine, I'll pay it. I'm sending an invoice. I, I will send an invoice after this show. Because you two don't know how to how to conduct yourselves properly. What the f are you saying to me? I'm just. I know how. To Conduct oh my myself, right? Can... We might as well just end the show at this. This is just terrible. Five. <laughs> I, said it. I... <laughs> I like this. I like this. It's, it's my new. It's no. It's my it's new good. rates. Okay. Uh, now let's get on to some sports here, as we always do. Uh, and we pitched out a couple of ideas. See which one would stick here. Uh, and one grabbed Joe because his team is one of the few that is getting a new uh, NFL head coach. Uh, so, did some digging, did some research, so, so we're going to determine which one of the new NFL coaches, and we're going to put, put a couple guesses here, will have the best uh, season uh, this upcoming year. I know you wanted Matt Rule, who was signed by Carolina, uh, but, I mean, you look at this for the Giants, he's getting a young quarterback, he's got probably the fourth or fifth best uh, running back in the game right now in Saquon, and he's got the seventh easiest schedule, and what, what baffles me here is that all of these teams that got new coaches are within the top 15 of easiest schedule. McCarthy to Dallas, third easiest schedule in the league this year uh, based off of opponents' win, win percentage. Matt Rule with Carolina, 15th easiest. Ron Rivera with Washington, fifth easiest. Kevin Stefanski uh, for Cleveland now, fourth easiest schedule. So they're all kind of at the same they're, – they're all inheriting pretty, pretty similar things – I think that McCarthy is inheriting the most with this new Dallas team. I think they are stacked. I, I just don't think they ever had real leadership from a coach or a real good coach ever with Jason Garrett. I mean, you look at the list, uh, what they have uh, that he's coming into. I mean, it's it's a great group of players. Uh, I think Mike McCarthy is probably going to do the best out of this group. Also because he's facing Washington twice a year, Philly twice a year, and they're a train wreck and the Giants twice a year, and they're even worse. Uh, so I, I think McCarthy and the Cowboys, I think they'll actually be the winners in the East this year. But they also might just choke out again. Um, well, as, as long as Philly's offensive line can stay healthy, I think they're going to be a contender in the NFC East. Yeah, but and also, I, I, I've never been a big fan of Dak Prescott. I don't think he will be able to win a Super Bowl in Dallas. He just is, he's not shown he's the capabilities to win the big games. It. So, Fire, who do you think is going to be the so, best coach here? Who do you think is going to have the best record? I honestly think it'll be – I think it'll be Mike McCarthy, but I, I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl anytime soon. But if they get a better quarterback than Dak Prescott, watch out. But keep in mind, this is the first time in a significant while that Mike McCarthy hasn't coached a top three quarterback in the NFL. If I'm going to go with someone here, I'm going to have to go with Kevin Stefanski just for the reason of I think he's the unexpected pick. I think that while Mike McCarthy has the most to work with uh, and he has that success, I don't know if that transition is going to be entirely smooth. I'm also not as confident in Dak Prescott as I think most people are. So I really don't see them transitioning to becoming this elite NFC East domineering team. They're going to still stay 10-6, and 9-7. and seven. They're going to stay right where they are. Matt Rule's Panthers are too terrible for them to really do anything terrible. in this first year. They're, that roster is really, really weak right now. So I see Kevin Stefanski, a guy that no one really knew what they were getting with him, and no one really thought he was a front runner. Everyone was saying um, 
Eric Bieniemy would have been a, a better option for them. But I think Stefanski has the, the right offensive mentality for what Baker Mayfield needs to work properly going forward if we're talking about similar skill sets I see what Kirk Cousins has and, and worked well with the Minnesota Vikings I see what Baker Mayfield has and I see similarities in in relative traits not in exact traits but relative traits so if you get Baker Mayfield to calm down throw less interceptions they've got a stronger offensive line they have one of the most underrated defenses in the league right now this Browns team I honestly still think is a sleeping giant and I know everyone has been saying that for the past couple years since they traded for Odell and all that stuff and making these moves and Miles Garrett getting better and better. But they're in the, the actual position now to compete for the AFC North and beat out the Steelers for that second spot and make the AFC as a wild card. So are you officially going on that Browns Believe train here? Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to win a Super Bowl like every idiot was saying last year, but I, I'm, I am a fan of what they are doing. They're actually going to take that step forward. And last year was still progression. Last year was still a step forward. It was regression for Baker Mayfield, but the team improved in terms of wins. So they're going to take that another step forward. They're going to be a 10-6 football team. Wow. I can really see them actually surprising and upsetting some teams. I'm, could you see them potentially winning the AFC North? Any chance? They're not going to win the AFC North. No one is going to compete with the with the with the Ravens have right now. They didn't lose a single coordinator. They have the returning MVP. Didn't lose many defensive pieces. I don't see them beating out the the Baltimore Ravens, but the Browns are going to make some noise. They're going to actually. This will no. be the year. No, no, no. I can guarantee you they make six the playoffs, and ten. They'll be six and ten. Six and ten. No, there's no, there's no shot. Why? They, why is it no shot? There was no shot last there. year, and Baker was they, supposed to be the truth. That was because every idiot was buying in. Anyone who actually so why, understood what, what, what have they the shown roster you to had, buy in now? What have they shown you? A progression. They added a lot of offensive linemen to protect the biggest issue that they had. John Dorsey yep. traded away Kevin Zeitler, and we I would knew immediately that Baker wasn't going to have as good a year as everyone was expecting because he didn't have that necessary protection. You get Jedrick Wills, who's going to be a really good rookie for you. He's going to be uh, you know good for a rookie tackle. You're getting. Um. Oh my God! Who's the tackle? That Alex they... Taylor. No, it's not Alex Taylor. They got him. Um. No, who is the, the that they drafted? No, who is the guy that they signed in free agency? Oh, Taylor Decker. Oh, um. It's no, not no, no. Taylor Decker. Jack Conklin. That's right. That's right. That's right. I got Jesus him twisted. Christ. Jack Conklin uh, is going to be a, a, a really good right tackle for them. They have what they need going forward to be the right have that right consistency as an offensive line and have that um that protection necessary to actually have a good productive offense yeah but mccarthy is already inheriting the best offense out of this group and the best offensive line in this group of new coaches i mean i would argue you're losing travis frederick i don't know if that offensive line is still the still the same is dak prescott capable of playing in a different scheme I think he'll be fine. We, I think he came in and he played under Jason Garrett, and Jason Garrett's terrible. Uh, I think Mike, Mike McCarthy is better. And Mike McCarthy isn't having to duel with Aaron Rodgers every week. I think Dak's going to be a, a good player for him. Dak will have a better season well, than Baker, we'll see, that's for sure. Yeah, I could see that happening. Uh, but I think, no. I think nope. what we're talking about as a unit and defensively, the, the Browns have Dude, nope. Dak was a, a stud Browns last year. Added, they added Austin Hooper. David Njoku, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, Dave, I'm Adele tired. Beckham. I don't want to hear anything about David Njoku. Rashad he hasn't Higgins. proved anything. He's still better he's than He's shown no average, flashes of, like, of, of greatness or anything. But having Austin Hooper and David Njoku allows you to do so many, allows you to be so much more versatile on offense. Dude, they're not a tight end based. They, they couldn't even get Odell the ball. What do you expect for them to Austin do? Austin Hooper is a receiving tight end. He will be able to do, he will be able to, you can't ignore okay. him. Okay. But they could ignore Odell Beckham Jr.? It was a down year for Baker, for sure, but I think this year will be a step okay, up. Okay, I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it will be. So, Fire, you're still on board with McCarthy, or did Joe sway to Stefanski? I've always been a believer in Cleveland, but I, th I still think that the Cowboys are better suited to make a playoff push than Cleveland. All right, that works for me. Now, Joe, Clown of the Week time. There's – we have a lot going on here. Um, Jake – are you ready to give us your breakdown? Sure. Okay, start us off. All right, so Barstool Sports has this podcast called Call Her Daddy, and it was 
it immediately after one year it was one of the most popular podcasts in the world they talk about like raunchy edgy stuff a lot of like girl topics and things like that but it's super popular and recently they tried to get more money and they tried to take their IP back their IP name of Caller Daddy back from Barstool Sports but they had signed a three year contract and had only completed one year so they tried taking their name back and they tried asking for more money and after you hear how much money they made after one year it is ridiculous what was it? So, each of them made over 500 grand in one year, and they were asking for a million guaranteed from Barcel. No podcaster is worth that much money. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just saying. 500K is good money. Take the money. They go back and forth. They go back and forth. They go back and forth. Dave Portnoy is just trying to get them back to you know produce some content during this during this time period, and it was such a it's such it was and still is a very popular podcast. They still have a huge following. And and they said, we're not going to settle for anything less. And I guess the two friends were talking shit about each other. And they had to split up because their boyfriends were... One of the girl's boyfriends works for HBO and was trying to get her to get call her daddy onto a different broadcasting network. But they can't do that because Barstool has the right to the IP. Anyways. Why Dave would you Portnoy ever want to leave Barstool? Why? That's what There's, I'm saying. It's, 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 it's the, the biggest platform out there. It's the biggest, most rapidly successful platform out there. That also doesn't care what you say. Like, you think HBO is going to not restrict them? I, yeah. I mean, HBO is kind Anyways. of like... I know it's still like pretty syndicated, but they're they're pretty much the... They're almost like the bar stool of the, actual, the TV world. But bar stool, it's like a dream job to be able to work there. I mean, people just flock to you immediately. Immediately. And that's how they got their fame, yeah. Immediately, they overnight stars. I mean, they, Barstool found a way, and they found a way with these two girls uh, to tap in to getting girls to listen to podcasts. And girls to listen to... It. It's not radio, but it's very... In radio, it's very hard to get the female demographic. Just especially for sports talk or all talk, unless it's... Unless it's music, uh, girls are not typically tuning into a radio station, uh, and, and and they found a way to get girls to tune in, college girls that would probably listen for years and years and years and years, and they wanted to throw that well, away. Let me tell you the most wild part Go of ahead. it. So David Portnoy he makes a deal with them. He says, "All right." I'll give you guys both $500,000 guaranteed, not including all the additional downloads and listens that you get. You get the bonus off of how well you do there. I'll also give you like 6% of sales of your merchandise and like some, and he threw in one other thing. And they said no. Yeah, that's and he was going to give them back. Stupid. I don't know. Oh, and the last thing are. was, and he was, he was going to give them back their IP after a year. They had to do that for one year. He would have given it back to them. They said no. Well, it sounds like two people that don't know how to handle themselves in this industry, which if you can't figure out how to properly negotiate, you're not going to last very long in this industry. And if also, if you don't live up to what you're supposed to be doing in a contract, that's also completely uh, r- ridiculous and obnoxious. You had deserve in no way to, um, to, to have the, the public forum that you do if you can't agree to the terms of what you signed to so that pisses me off that people were successful and then also being pissy and moany about it speaking speaking of being pissy and moany oh i like this um, the biggest crybaby of the nfl mr michael thomas if you didn't see this folks he got into a stink with Devonte parker on instagram over easily one of the dumbest things to possibly get in a stink over so as we've known notoriously though michael thomas has become more and more uh more of a pain on social media and this past week fox sports posted a graphic saying what would be harder a to catch a pass against stefan gilmore or to uh, force an incompletion against michael thomas now Devontae Parker decided to respond to this in comment A, catching a pass from Stephon Gilmore, a guy that he faces two times a year. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone was assuming that was any disrespect towards Michael Thomas, or rather yeah. him him saying, I can tell you that's pretty hard. I, you know, I don't know what it's like <laughs> to go against Michael Thomas, but it's pretty freaking hard. For some reason, Michael Thomas 
immediately took this uh, as a um, a threat against his character and his and his quality as a player, responding with saying, "Devonte Parker, for you, yes, go run some numbers up, then you can talk." I laughed to you, and you've been in the league longer than me first rounder in addition to that though you can see that Devontae Parker is like what's this guy's deal he says got some hard feelings there brother um well I shouldn't have said that like brother. that <laughs> <laughs> hey my okay, brother <laughs> let me get targeted 300 times a game Devontae uh this is Michael Thomas's response to that in other words you weak they don't even put your name in the same sentence as me remember that additionally uh, he also said, you still not going to do nothing. It took you six years and 17 weeks to have a good game. Blame your uh, your parents, not the quarterback. And then the final thing that really stands out here, saying that Devontae Parker said, quit crying. Look, I just don't get it, man. Michael Thomas, mind your own business. Stop responding to everyone who disagrees with you. This is what KD was doing on steroids. You don't need to sit here and argue with a guy that wasn't even starting an argument with you. You're just being a dick on social media for no reason. Mind your business, go do your thing, because everyone is starting to hate you. I'm telling you now, Michael Thomas is the next Antonio Brown, the next Odell, the next guy to do all this crap and piss everyone off. Every time we see these star receivers, they start out quiet and then they turn into whiny crybabies every I single time. Not random, all of them. Random side note. Yeah. But Michael Thomas blocked Ivory from Bob on Instagram. Yeah, because uh, Ivory called him his son. Can we can we address that they they look <laughs> similar? Is that is that they do? They're, they're, they're like the same height too and same build. Like that's so funny that he blocked them for that comment. That's also I a little know. kid thing to do. <laughs> all right, Sean, what do you got? Uh, uh. Michael Thomas pisses me off. I really don't like him. And sure, Atlanta fan bias, and I really it, it, that's fine. Uh, but he commands no respect. He he really he he he's losing people on his <laughs> side, and that's fine with me. I like finding a way to uh, well, well, just respect from uh, just people and fans in general. Uh, my clown of the week. Um, I don't know what happened uh, one year ago this week like i don't know what that what happened this week or if this has always been like a hot week uh but there's been an influx of people that have decided that a year ago what they were doing a year ago today is super important and it was groundbreaking news and they have to tell everybody about it um i get it you took a photo and your photo will tell you hey this is what you did a year ago but then you didn't think that posting it a year ago was good enough you don't think about maybe taking another picture today or tweeting something else today or anything like that no because you're lazy and you don't know how to make content and it's just it's sickening it's 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 just too much of you it's too much of you making it about yourself and joe you said something uh actually uh, surprisingly profound uh, about this. Do you recall? Oh, screw you. I say profound things all the time. You just don't listen to me. Yeah, my thought on this is that if you're, especially if the people who do this in the industry that we work, I have a tendency to do it too much. And the way that I look at it and the reason why I don't participate in doing this or even uh, post much on my Instagram for the same reasons, I don't talk about my, myself a lot on social media. Your job is to say to people, hey, look at this. I made this, um, acknowledge this information, this is really interesting. And people want to consume that. Not You're not in the business of, hey, look at me, look what I did, look, look, you know, I did this a year ago. Guys, acknowledge me too. No one at all is following you because of your personality. They're not following you because they want to know what you did a year ago. Most people follow you because they give you information on stuff that they care about. I, the one thing I recall that really stood out to me when I was listening to, uh, again, we always reference the Big O and Dukes podcast because it's a great show and they talk a lot about radio. And Dukes acknowledged something along the lines of how he realized when he was working with LeVar Arrington, they were always, people were tuning in to hear from LeVar Arrington, but nobody gave a crap if it was him or some other guy with a voice. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just do your work. Produce compelling things. Stop talking about yourself. No one gives a crap. Just shut up. Yeah, the one year ago today stuff, it's it's um, terribly, terribly growing old on me. It's unoriginal. It's not real content. You didn't make anything that's worthy of it, and you're just putting more attention onto yourself. And it, it, I get it. If you're in the media, you kind of do have to... It, it, it's about you because you're selling yourself as a brand. 
But you're really just selling a picture of you saying, hey, look what I did a little a year ago. Not something that I just did now. And it, it's, uh, some, it, it's just... Some of this stuff is funny, too, though. Like, so, like, the, I follow this, this sports uh, reporter from, from Boston. He said a year ago today. It's a picture of Kemba Walker and then a picture of Kyrie Irving. Well, but that, like, but, that was such a miserable time period of our lives. Yeah, but that's, that's content. That's, like, we're referencing something. He's not saying a year ago today I was at this game covering it. No one cares what oh, he was doing. Okay. That's what we're getting you. at here. Is we don't like people in this industry that constantly point to themselves. There's okay. too many of them, and a lot of young sports media personalities have a tendency to do it, particularly a number of which that we know. Yeah, very annoying. Very annoying. Uh, okay. I, I was happy about the uh, Clowns of the Week. I think we all had uh, some good stuff to cover there. But now... It's time for shower pissers and the all-time list. We are now onto the middle linebacker position. Shower pisser. Uh, okay. Shower Thanks, pisser. Fire. Joe, start start off with yours because it's Sean. It's, you, yeah, it's very obvious. Easily, it's very obvious. You have the worst possible pick. Someone who I respect and I think that does not fit this um this this uh, the, the mold of a shower pisser. I don't know how you could have picked him. You're trying too much again. You're doing the thing where you try too I much. I don't think so. Easy pick, and then I think the best, like a 1A, 1B is the one that Fire picked. Jack Lambert has to be the easiest pick for shower pisser at the middle linebacker position. The guy had no teeth. The guy didn't give a crap how he looked. Are you telling me that guy didn't give a crap how he handled himself in the locker room? I mean, he's, he's probably, probably... shit in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Like he, he rubs me as the guy that we've all interacted with this type of person. We're not going to say the name. We know who I'm referencing that would walk around butt naked in the shower. No towel, no nothing. I get that vibe from Jack Lambert. <laughs> Doesn't seem like he cares about anything like that along those lines because he's comfortable with who he is. Easy pick. Fire. I absolutely love yours too, though. Uh, I had to go with similar, similar like uh, category as Joe's. This guy's absolute meathead. I mean, anybody that hits their helmet against their forehead and makes themselves profusely bleed, deserves to be on this list, and that's Brian Cushing. I just think he doesn't care. He just, he's a wild man. Brain, like, he's, uh, uh, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Great analysis no, I can, Brian yeah, Cushing. Yeah, Brian no, Cushing. yeah I, I agree with that one. That is, it, it fits what, the, it, what I just said was the <laughs> best way to describe No, he, you're right. It fits one of the molds that we've analyzed, which is I'm aggressive. I'm going to come at you if you say something to me while I'm doing it. No one can touch me. Good luck stopping me, kind of mentality, and that's what Brian Cushing he's, is. He's a meathead. He's the kind of guy like you're walking in the hallway, you like you accidentally like like slightly bump him, and he freaks out. Like that's him. Yeah, and that's him in the shower too. Fire. Stay away from him. He's pissing. Part of folks. me, I didn't know if I actually heard your analysis. What came through my headphones was uh 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 uh, uh and I thought you were just tripping over your own words. <laughs> so when I listened back. <laughs> Be, no, that's kind of how okay. it went. That's kind of how it went. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pitch your horrible pick. This. Uh, yeah, I picked uh, Sam Mills, a legendary linebacker whom I like a lot. I like Sam Mills. I like the way that he played. Uh, he's violent. He was fast, and he had a chip on his shoulder. Uh, especially because he was uh, pretty short to be playing middle linebacker in the NFL. How tall For that was he? Reason, five nine. I think he was like five nine. Or five ten. He was five, he was five wow. nine, and it, I don't mean to cut you off, Sean. He didn't uh, even come close to the NFL until he played in the USFL, and he's like the biggest success story to come out of there because he's had such a crazy career. But continue, Sean. I didn't mean to cut you off. I went with no. Thank you for no, that's not cutting me off. You you added to it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Sam Mills, hard nosed guy, but he's also I think he might have a little bit of a. Uh, a, a short man syndrome, so he's going to go into the shower, assert some dominance, and, oh. and take a piss in it. That's what I think. I, I'm going ki- kind of a broad stroke here, but also very specific as to why I have Sam Mills as my uh, shower pisser. I mean, I could have said Dick Buckkiss, who definitely did, or Chuck Bidnerick. Yes. I could have said Red. I could have said Ray Nitschke or uh, Sean, Mike Singletary. You, you had me. You had me. You almost convinced me. You started talking about how he's this hard nosed guy, and I was like, oh, actually, I can kind of see it. But then you. Why did you go with the short man syndrome thing? That has nothing See, honestly, to do with it. I th- I think the short man syndrome was a was a bigger show. Oh, than there we go. The <laughs> really? No. So, so, so what I just gathered from this the hard nose physicality, and I was like, man, eh, 
Man, they said Shortman said him, and I was like, true. This guy. So what I've Sean just gathered guys, from Sean, uh, is that with both sides to, of my uh, explanation, Sam Mills is a five foot nine linebacker. That's why I was and able to sway. Fires a modern day. 11, so. He's a modern day uh, Sam Mills. No, no, no. Well, I'm a little bit taller than Sammy, so uh, <laughs> this is, this is like. how I know I had a great selection. You both were convinced by one part of my argument. Two opposite ends of the spectrum. I was able to bring together if, wait, for if, one if perfect anything, example. If anything, that just means that you can't create a coherent argument. No, no, no. It, it makes it the most coherent argument that can work with all grounds. No, because you, it wasn't. It's, it doesn't follow a path. It has two lanes. No, no, no. It's it has direct. a singular path of pissing in the shower. But then when you're okay. driving, when you're going down that path, you see a couple different signs. You think in an interesting way, but. <laughs> well, it worked because we both agreed to different aspects. Thank of you, argument, which was so. all uh, inundated in the same argument. Good okay, job. Okay, to wrap this up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joe, I think you owe me a buck fifty. Fire, I think you owe me about a buck fifty also. Um, I'm not paying man, okay. And then, uh, all right, Fire, what song do you want to send off with? It's your turn. Ooh. I, we're feeling some, some folk style? Or what are we thinking? It's your choice. All right, put on um, My Cousin Greg by Houndmouth. My Cousin Greg by Houndmouth. Got it. But fast forward to the chorus. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Well, folks, just like listen for an extra minute. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is a um, cluster of an episode, but I think it was actually pretty fun. Joe hated it for some reason. That's okay. As always, you can follow us on Twitter. Yeah, I got a lot to say after the show. At GTTP Podcast. You can follow us on Twitch at Get to the Point Pod. Myself on Twitter at Sanderson Radio. Joe on Twitter at Joe DeLeon. Uh, Jake on Twitter at JakeFire44. 54. 54. 54. You, every time, you'd think you'd be able to nail two numbers. You'd think, wouldn't you? All right, uh, and then we'll um, we'll keep on producing some good Twitch content for you this week. Also, the YouTube channel, Joseph, it's uh, at what? It's just search Get to the Point. Get to the Point. You'll see it. It's, it's the same as our logo. Uh, wherever you're finding this big blue with a get to the point in the middle, uh, we'll be yes. back with you next week for a big full show. And wait, uh, don't cut out yet. Friday we will be doing yet another one of those just chatting sessions with Sean and I. Um, Fire, you're welcome to join, but we know that you're a busy man on Fridays and you have people to see and things to do. So. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have a webcam. Yeah, I need to get on that. I need to buy one of you guys. Buy. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with you. Last night he says, I don't know, but I won't.